Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a couple moments and just let your soul relax into your spirit. Let your body just relax into your soul. You're becoming one. God is doing it. Our goal is to enjoy the process and relax and just let him do the work and the revealing. It's not that we don't have things to do, but they are in response to his direction, to his activity. It's not to get him to move. It's because he's moved. Or it's not, we move not to get him to speak to us, but in response to his speaking to us. He is the initiator. Lord, we just appreciate where you are taking us, where you've taken us from, and where you have us right now. We just ask that you continue to reveal yourself to us in whatever way you choose, because we know you want to reveal yourself, and that it will be good for us. We will enjoy it. It will be something we will recognize. You're not trying to trick us, Lord, and Put your finger on anything in our lives that you want to talk to us about or change. And we give you complete permission to make whatever changes are necessary. Healing, change our beliefs, put your finger on lies, and any area of our soul that you want to change. Lord, just feel free. Lord, we look forward to what you have in store for us. And as a spirit being, we can just speak to our soul to be joined to us. And we speak to our body to be healed and made whole. And as a spirit, we can begin to speak life to our soul and our body and our circumstances. And we do that. We just speak life the eternal life that is already within our spirit. So we've been approaching these eight steps to engaging the supernatural. Now, they're not just something to just sit down and start going through. Feel free to do that. You're free to do whatever you want with these things. These are not... um, You know, there's no claim that there's a magic here of any kind. But you're also free to just take one or you can start at the top or anywhere and just put that before the Lord and ask him to speak to you about what's in that step. The 
purpose of the eight steps is for really just organization for our soul because our soul needs structure and our physical senses need structure. Remind yourself that who you truly are as a spirit being is already doing all these. So you already know how to do all these. And the goal is always for your soul to be reunited with your spirit. And as that happens, your awareness of the pre-existing presence of God becomes more and more obvious. God is right in the room with you right now. The supernatural is right in the room with you right now. You don't have to speak it into being. You don't need to say the right thing or do the right thing or be the right thing. It's already happening all around you. And your spirit's already interacting with everything that's going on around you. Our challenge, and maybe the reason we're here on this earth, is to be reunited, spirit, soul, and body. And one of the ways we can tell that that's happening is we become more and more aware of the supernatural realm and then the spiritual. Maybe all that is is just a a way to encourage us, to gauge how we're doing. And this is part of why we are looking at these eight eight steps to engaging the supernatural. The, The goal is not to get good at eight steps to engaging the supernatural. The goal is not even to get good at engaging the supernatural. The goal is to be one spirit, soul, and body so you're one with God. So, just we're going to go through them again. I'm just going to list them again. But these are not, and a lot of these you can take in and out of order. That's not even the point. The point is to take these, the process objectively. You're learning how to do something. And you can start as small or as large as you want. And you're going to practice some familiarity. You're going to talk to God about it. And you're going to talk to your spirit about it. And you're going to be have an increasing awareness of what's around you and what's inside you. And the Lord is beginning is going to begin to draw you into what he's doing in your circumstances, in your life. He's making himself known to you in whatever way he chooses. So again, those eight steps. The first one is make yourself available. The second one is attention. The third one is ask. Number four is listen. Number five is engage. Number six is respond. 
Number seven, respect and follow through. Eight is back to business. Now, in one sense, those are all kind of vague. But we're going to go through and see how they apply to the process we're, we're looking to develop. But maybe just going through that list, something was interesting to you. Maybe God was already drawing your attention to that. Well, pay attention to that. Put a little star next to it if you're taking notes. Or just think of that. Okay, when I hit engage, that something was interesting there. This is all it is, is we're responding when God makes himself known. A lot of times we think when God makes himself known, there'll be an angel with a trumpet or a telegram or a miracle. No, it's that still, small voice. We don't want to have to make God resort to an angel with a telegram. Let's have our, our hearing so sharp that we sense any movement, any whisper. Now, what God is doing in your life is different than what he's doing in my life. But these eight steps will apply. Because each one of these steps, all it does is it takes us back to depending on him, relying on God, becoming more acquainted with what it takes what it's like to live as a spirit being that has a soul and lives in a body. So let's start with number one. Make yourself available. Make yourself available. What does that mean to you? Make some time. Make some emotional time. Makes it bring your, start bringing your thoughts into alignment. Don't be stirring yourself up. Habitually make room for God and make yourself available to him. Let the Lord know you are trusting him to make himself known in the supernatural or the physical realm in any way he chooses. And that you will pursue and take this training seriously as a way to learn to know him and his ways. You can even think of step one as you're signing up for college or you're starting a new training class or a new job or a big new project. There's a starting point. Take it seriously. Do whatever you need to do to shuffle your schedule and your time and, again, your emotions 
and whatever needs to be done to accommodate, to make a place for God so you can make yourself available to him. So you're not trying to cram God into your life. You're making yourself available to him. And what we'll see is that slight difference. Rather than you trying to put God in your life, you're making yourself available to him. That you can do any time. No matter what you're doing, you can make yourself available to him. And it's simply a great way to do it is, Lord, I'm available. It's a great way to start your waiting period. Lord, I'm here for you. Is there anything you want to say? Lord, I'm here. I'm available. Next is attention. Now, as you make yourself available, remember he's already speaking to and through your spirit. Our problem is our soul. But as we make ourselves available, God was already working on your soul. Now he's, he's bringing us in, into an involvement with what he's doing. So as we move on to attention, giving him our attention, God will likely begin to interrupt your plans to draw attention to himself. He's going to do this in a variety of ways. And again, it's going to be very personal. Some things are going to mean more to some than others. But say you're washing the dishes or mowing the lawn or driving or listening to this podcast or doing math and you become aware. Don't worry about what do you mean become aware. You'll know. You just sense a change in your thought patterns or your emotions or sometimes even a temperature change, or even a change in your mood or ability to concentrate. These these things build, and yet the Lord may start drawing your attention to one specifically. And you can spend time, just just pick a number, and just spend time with, Lord, teach me, how to pay attention, how to make myself available. Is there anything you want to speak to me about this? Because, again, the goal is not to get these right, but to join God in what he's doing, restoring our soul. So then you've made yourself available And you're giving him your attention. And you notice his presence. You are paying attention and you notice something. You ask, Lord, is that you? Now, this can take practice. All of this is going to take practice. 
anything worth doing is worth practice. Lord, is that you? Now, you can come up with your own phrase. And I encourage you to do so. Whatever works for you. The point is, is you're turning to God. You're not trying to figure out what's going on. You're not trying to figure out if that presence, that shift, that change, you're not trying to figure out if that's God. It's God's job to reveal himself. And he will confirm or not. And we'll go into bigger, greater detail later about how to test what you're hearing. But this is where that test becomes in. And you're gonna, there's three responses. Lord, is that you? You're going to get a yes, a no, or silence. Nothing. And most of the time when you hear yes, you can tell if that's truly God. There are two voices that speak to the shep- to the sheep, the shepherd and the butcher. If the voice you're hearing is reassuring and encouraging and loving, it's the voice of the shepherd. Hats are really good. You're going to get a yes. Yes, that's me. That's mean or brusque or rough or even belligerent. And you'll have to ask again, Lord, that, are you sure that doesn't sound like you? And you'll find other ways of testing what you're hearing. Now, it may very well be him because we're not here to say, this is God, this is the only way you can speak to us. So why do we talk about that, that there are two voices? Because we're engaging God when we do that. When we're going through what we are doing right now, what you are doing right now, thinking about these things, you are engaging God. Your soul is reaching out to your spirit. Your spirit is always reaching out to your soul. But your soul is responding. You're turning and returning your soul to your spirit. So it's not about doing it right or understanding everything. It's the process. Now, say you you find out it's There's no response. It's silent. This is just, again, another opportunity to try and fail. We learn so much more from mistakes than we do from getting things right to begin with. There may be interference of a variety, from a variety of different sources. Our soulful strength doesn't want to give up its control. The world system doesn't want to give up control. And our enemy, the devil, doesn't want to give up control. So you have 
forces in your life that don't want you to be reunited into a a single being that is spirit, soul, and body. You've got enemies that are with you and within you. Don't get distracted by those. It's no big deal. God created those enemies for your time here on earth. Don't take it personal. They are there for you to learn to overcome. So when you ask, Lord, is that you? And it's silent. You can then ask, Lord, is there something you want to draw my attention to? Is there an obstruction? Is there interference? Sometimes just, Lord, what's going on? And he'll give you an image or a song or a thought or maybe even an emotion. Maybe you're angry about something and he wants to talk to you about that before you go further. Maybe there's a wound there that you hadn't really connected to this situation. Who knows? God does and your spirit does. And God and your spirit will take whatever opportunities are in front of us to restore our soul, to bring us healing and wholeness and oneness. So, Lord, is that you? And and maybe the answer is no. Say, Lord, is this, you know, something I need to to deal with before we go forward? And we'll go into greater depth detail with all this at another time as well. And, but the whole point is take this opportunity to start learning to ask him questions and create your own list of questions. Create your own approach. Whatever works for you, Lord, until you can understand, get an answer, get the yes answer, Lord, is that you? You get a clear yes from him. If there's a no, Lord, is there some is this an enemy I need to take authority over? Can you get a yes or a no? Sometimes a silence. A lot of times when there's a silence there, I'll go ahead and take authority over the interference. Again, it's trial and error. Odds are that's going to work because you have the authority, because you are a spirit being. In your spirit, you have all the authority that God does. Now, you've also have the authority to give place to the enemy. So sometimes the enemy won't leave if you want him there, if you've given him permission to stay. Like I said, we'll get into this in greater depth. But don't worry about any of that. Really, that has a much less of an influence. It's much more of an annoyance than an influence in our lives. Now, God wants us to get rid of any of that interference, any of that annoyance, but don't let don't get caught up and tripped up. Those things are in your life for you to experiment with, for you to learn how to overcome, how to live as a spirit being. So we get through that process. We're asking, Lord, Lord, is that you? 
once we've confirmed that it is indeed the Lord drawing you, making himself known, you can respond with something like, Lord, I'm here for you. What can I do for you? Whatever phrase you want, this is just a starting point. Lord, I'm here. What can I do for you? Now, I like to put a question in there so we're not just acknowledging his presence and that he is, we recognized him drawing us, but we're engaging with him. Lord, what can I do for you? Is there something you have for me? What's up? Rather than just, okay, I'm here. This, this is why we go, it goes beyond being available. It's where we're interchanging. We're having an exchange with God. So number four is listen. Now hopefully you've been spending time just quietly with him. Giving him an opportunity to reveal himself and also to sharpen your senses. To clean out your ears that need to be cleaned. To rearrange your thought processes. To give you better vision, better hearing, whatever needs to be done. It's a process. This is not something he's going to magically you know, make you able to perceive everything that's going on in the supernatural realm. But we want to. It's something that we should have an expectation for. That as a spirit being, we are already participating in the spiritual, in the supernatural, in the natural. If we've been born again, if you've been born again, that's your natural, your normal, your created state of being to exist and have authority over all three realms. Again, the, the spiritual, the supernatural, and the natural. That You have authority over all those realms. But it all comes down to spending time with him. And this is why we return to being able to just relax and listen. So you've asked, Lord, is that you? What can I do for you? Then we just listen. And you listen for as long as you want to, as long as you have time for, as long as you care to. You may find that a word or a thought or a song or a scripture or an image or an idea or a book title or your favorite song, or something somebody said may be forefront in your thoughts, or a person even. It is just as likely that no specific communication will be evident. In other words, your mind, your emotions may just be blank. And that's fine. One is not better than the other. But if you're getting a blank, simply rest in that quietness until it lifts. And that's what's important. 
it's not getting an answer or getting your question answered or the, the intensity of your experience or that it, you're experiencing something new and different. All this, these steps, the purpose of them is to engage God, participate in what he is doing in our lives. And if we're giving him an inch, he's going to take a mile, and he will. He already is. We're just not aware of it. What we're, the process we're talking about now will increase our awareness of what he's doing. So we'll go, we'll pick it up, the last four, engage, respond, respect and follow through, and back to business next week. So take these first four and just spend some time with God. Just take the, the first phrases and just spend some time with each one of them. Or if God draws your attention to one of them, like, like attention, how do, I, how do I give attention to God? How do I bring myself to attention? How do I attend to him? Lord, I'm, attend- I'm at attention. I'm giving you my attention. I'm available. And I'm paying attention. Is there anything you want to say? And just engage with what he is doing throughout the coming week. Okay? So we'll get back together again, pick it up there, same time next week. Until then, this has been Diane Thomas of Rainer's Radio. You can contact me through Blog Talk Radio or at Diane at therainersclub.org. Till next week, thanks for tuning in. Have a great night. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.